Hey, this is Mariah with Saving Your Women Inc. podcast titled Doing Life with God. I am the host. Make sure that you follow me on Instagram, Mariah Will Succeed. And also follow Saving Your Women Inc. on Instagram and like us on Facebook as well. Make sure that you're sharing the podcast with your community, your groups, your group chats. And also make sure that you guys are writing reviews just to let us know how the podcast and how the episodes are assisting you in your everyday life. Whatever you are going through, you can also email us at savingourwomeninc at gmail.com or you can personally email me mariahwillsucceed at gmail.com. Hey guys, it's Mariah with Saving Our Women Inc. I'm the host for today, of course. Um, so I just wanted to get straight into the episode, guys. Um, today we're going to be talking about liberty, having spiritual liberty, literally. Um, today I just want to do a check-in real quick. Today I I am joyful because at first I was a very I was happy, I was joyful, like literally in the spirit. My spirit was like overflowing with joy. Of course, and it seems like, of course, when you are feeling that and you are presenting that, the enemy always try to come in and just do something silly, do some silly little stupid stuff, literally. So I'm in my podcast app, like the podcast software that I use to upload my episodes in the recent episode, which is one of the ones that did very well for it to be up for a few days. And then actually today, I think it's been about a week, right? It had got so many plays and listens or uh, and downloads, and I accidentally I accidentally deleted it. I don't know how I I I don't know how I even accidentally did that, but I did. Um, so I don't think it updated yet, but I think maybe in an hour or so it'll probably take the episode down. So what I'm gonna do is just republish it. I'm not even gonna fret about it. Whatever, it'll probably have to. The numbers will probably have to start all over again. Um, but that's fine. Whatever. It was that good of a message. Literally, I got whatever. Like, devil, you can't steal my joy. Period. That's where I'm at. So, because <laughs> uh, the devil is just how he works, bro. It's just like, I'm not going to give you no points. You ain't getting no recognition over here. Like, you're not going to bother me. You're not. Be gone. And I think that, too, um, sometimes it's things that we have to do is kind of reassure ourselves because we get so caught up in like the smallest things and honestly what happens is that it's not just the smaller the smaller things I think it just becomes like a pool of different small things like a bucket of thousands of small things that kind of happen gradually over time and then you always have like this last straw like it's just one last small thing that'll happen that just kind of blow your cap off or like just kind of get you aggravated get you frustrated um but we have to sometimes take a pause a deep breath and say and actually analyze the situation and just kind of look and just be like okay, this is what God is trying to show me, or okay, this is what the enemy is trying to actually do to me. This is this is his plan. This is the enemy's plan, but this is God's plan. Kind of see both sides of wh- like where, like what is what, like what it, where is it coming from? Like, you know, just kind of analyzing the situation before we kind of respond or before we kind of say anything. I know it's hard. It's easier said than, said than done but it can be done it can be like I just did it so it can be done it's definitely not easy sometimes you're gonna do it and sometimes you're just gonna like 
curse somebody out. Sometimes you're going to be able to analyze and sometimes you're just going to pop off like, you know, we're not perfect. The whole goal is to be more, to, well, you know, to be more like Jesus, but we're not Jesus. I think that we have to give ourselves a lot of grace and mercy on that and kind of analyze, okay, this is what my goal is, right? But I'm not that as well. But, okay, we're just going to get straight into it. Um, first of all, before I get into the episode, I just have to say, like, I'm so happy. I've been getting a lot of feedback from the lot of, ep- well, the lot of episodes. I've been getting a lot of feedback from the episode last week I published. And then I've been getting a lot of feedback from the podcast just in general. And I know for like our community, our generation, it's harder to get feedback, good feedback, than it is to get uh, criticism or bad feedback or negative feedback. And when I say negative feedback, nothing meaning that um, critiquing, critiquing is not negative to me, but just when you just have an opinion, a negative opinion on something that you have no business or that you have no knowledge about, no wisdom about, that's negative feedback. Um, but I, it's harder to give good feedback just because I don't know why I feel like with people, we remember the bad things or the things that we don't agree with more so than we remember the things that we agree with. And it's so funny because, um, me and my mom, we went to the store, we went to North, we went to Norsham Rack out in town and country and we went there and you can just tell the vibes, like you can tell when people are not very fond of your color like that's let's just be real right it's true racism is everywhere a lot of people don't want to believe it that's fine that's on you but it's different when you are the person of color and actually see it it is gonna it's gonna hit different and shout out to the people that is not of color and still see you know the racism but you know we felt it I, see, I mean you see it every day but you know i really seen it it doesn't really too much bother me because it's not that i'm used to it it's just i'm confident in god that doesn't I, I, don't, I don't let it get to me to a certain extent you know but we're in the store right so you can tell like the person even at the door didn't greet us greeted everybody else which they were white of course right nothing wrong with that love me some white people you know what it is what it is you know when you're treated different you notice um, he greeted everybody else, and he didn't greet us, right? Well, we kept going, like, you know, you saying hi doesn't move me. Bye. Like, whatever. Like, you, you're you serving me, basically, is what it is. And I think that people forget that. And so we go in, shop, whatever. You see people looking as far as the workers. I'm guessing, like, spying. I don't know. To see if you're stealing, whatever. And so we finally get to the checkout place, right? get to the checkout place first of all i just have to say like i forgot her name but i have to look at the receipt um but she was so amazing um she was caucasian i probably i don't know her ethnicity but she looked caucasian to me um and she was just so sweet and so observant and so caring and we weren't even at the counter for that long but she was just like you know she was just so aware you know she noticed us and it was just so so nice i wish i knew her name i would say her name on the podcast but yeah and i just and it was crazy so it was so before she even got us it was another caucasian man at the register and we were we were actually supposed to go to him because she wasn't even available so when it was time for us to get checked out he leaves the register right so he leaves the register um you can tell like he had attitude or whatever 
so he he didn't say like hey guys he didn't he didn't even let his coworker know hey i'm going to be right back i have to do something really quick he just left so as soon as soon as it was time for us to get checked out he left his register he went somewhere else right and then so she was you know available and you could tell that she was a little bit frustrated by him leaving without saying anything or because the line was long mind you me like what person what that's ringing out it's only two people at this checkout register or whatever it's two people and the line is like so long what person just leaves for no reason so she's already like you can tell she's like are you serious did you just really walk away right because they just you know had to be checked out so she was like hey she was just so happy and so cheerful but my point is when I left there instead of me um you know realizing her being attentive and her being helpful and nice and sweet my first thought was to go to the negative um, cashier or the negative worker the negative employee as soon as we left the store I was like man did you see that like you know I felt that and she was like yeah I seen it but she was like but what about the lady though the lady was she was so amazing she was so sweet she was so attentive she was so nice like and I was like you know what that is true she was and I was telling my mom, I said, you know, it's so crazy how we notice the negative things and kind of hang on to the negative things in our life instead of like, you know, giving like the good things some honor just a little bit because you can see that's where God is. And you notice that the more that you well, yeah, the more that you allow negative things to come to the surface and the more that you acknowledge the negative things is the more that you kind of shun, like you kind of push God out because God is the good thing. You have good and evil. God is the good thing. God allows certain evil things to happen, but doesn't mean that he's not there. So it's like the more that we kind of hover and hang on to the negative stuff of what happened to us, the more that we can't see where God is in the situation. So and I had to admit that I'm like, wow, like that was a lesson for me. Like, especially as people, I just know that it's easier for us to leave negative comments or, you know, remember the negative stuff that happened or the negative opinion or just different things like that for us to just not recognize or just see the good stuff and talk about the good stuff conversations we always bring up we remember what happened to us as kids or you know we was at a store or whatever it's always the negative thing and not acknowledging the good thing you know you want to be around people that can remember the good stuff too you know but I just have to bring that up and get that off my chest real quick because um that was just a lesson I learned this week that was one of the lessons I learned lessons every day but that was one of them and just learning to have grace and patience with people as well, too, because I think oh, just noticing that people don't think like how you think. Right. And just having some grace behind that, maybe their perception or perspective on the situation, you know, is not what mine is. So that's why they're responding in a different way, which is hard to right? because this we live in a tit for tat world you do this to me i do this to you vice versa you give me this energy i'm giving this energy back like but if you're really grown up and if you're really wise you notice that that's not going to get anybody anywhere instead of addressing the situation of hey or communicating the situation with one another and saying hey like this is how i feel on this situation but not diminishing ourselves or stepping to a lower level just because somebody did something to us like that's real grown up of me always being who i am genuine kind and loving and if i'm not being if that's not 
like being reciprocated to someone else, depending on the situation or the relationship or circumstance, I can go address that person and say, hey, I noticed this is what you're doing, but this is how I like to be treated, you know, but I want to get off topic, but I am, but I just have to talk about that. Um, so we're going to get straight into it. So I know I was supposed to do like kind of a part two of Romans 8, 24, I think that was what um, the last reading was last week. But I found a different verse or a different chapter that kind of relates to that. And I think I'm just going to skim through it real quick because we read Romans 8, chapter 23 through 24. But I wanted to go a little bit deeper on that chapter and actually read Romans 26 on down. Yeah, I'm saying, I think I'm saying that right, yeah. But Romans 26, it more so speaks about the spirit. And the title today was Having Liberty in the Spirit, right? Um, so I'm just going to kind of go over it real quick. So this is Romans 8, chapter 26. Uh, let me go back up to 24 so I can just give you guys a backstory for the, per- for the people that didn't listen to the last episode. So it says, for in hope... For in this hope we are we were saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. And then chapter no verse twenty six says, In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us through word wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with with the will of God. And just to give you guys for people, I don't know who's listening to this as far as people that has a relationship, believes in God or doesn't. But I just pray, God, you know, give me the words to say so you can't understand it more. But of course, we know that we have the Holy Trinity, right? You have God the Son and the Holy Spirit, right? You have God, the creator of all things. They're they're one, right? But then God also sent his son in flesh, right? He was spiritual form, but he was, I mean, he was in flesh form and physical form, but he was spirit, right? And then when Jesus died on the cross for our sins, right? So we can have eternal lasting life, right? He left behind the Holy Spirit, which advocates for us. The Holy Spirit can be in anybody or anything, right? The Holy Spirit can be the well, the Holy Spirit is in me, right? The Holy Spirit, it could be in a homeless person, doesn't matter. Um, but God can use anybody in anything, really, because He is God. He's the creator of all things, right? Um, and I think that a lot of people lack that, so lack the Holy Spirit, you know, and I think that's a, a powerful thing to have because how can you gain direction? How can you gain knowledge of what God has for you without the Holy Spirit leading and guiding you? I know you probably heard that before, maybe in church, but having the Holy Spirit is so important. But I know a lot of people may question, how can I get the Holy Spirit? One, by having a relationship with God that starts first. Right. Because you can't even get to God. I mean, sorry, having a relationship with Jesus first, because you can't even get to God without even having a relationship with Jesus. And this is why Soul Inc. is based off building that relationship with Jesus, because that is the foundation part. That's how you get access to everything else related to Jesus. Right. Is having that relationship, having that relationship and also believing that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. That's what it is. And so. 
I was just reading because at first I was listening to not a podcast. I think I was listening to Red Table Talk and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a knowledge seeking person. I just like to I'm I would say more perspective seeking person. I love to hear different perspectives, different perceptions on certain things. Um, just so make sure whatever God gave me as far as a word, I know that it's solid. Um, it doesn't make everything what else, like if somebody is saying something, their perspective, it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make their perception right. Vice versa. Some people may not agree with mine, but I just like hearing different perceptions and different thoughts. I think it's so amazing. And so I listen to different things. Um, and I always pray about those things that I listen to, or I always seek God and he lets me know like, Hey, turn that off. That ain't it. That ain't what we own. Or... Well, that's just how God talks to me. I don't know about nobody else. And and he confirms a lot of things with me. Things that I listen to, the word that he gives me always confirms by those things that I listen to. And um, so I was listening to just certain things or whatever. And I was just asking God, like, just with the with everything going on, they were talking about slavery. They were talking about just uh, police brutality and just all these different, pol- you know, political things and just different things like that. And, you know, of course, we understand that politician and voting is not going to get everything that we need. Only God can get everything of what we need. But some physically is a start in the right direction. Right. And I was just um, thinking and I was just praying like, God, like we went through so much with slavery and just just doing just as you know, just talking to God about different things. And he just put on my mind of having spiritual liberty. Because what's going on in this world, it seems so impossible. But if we tap into the spirit, we have freedom. We have things that nobody can give us, that no degree can give us, that no job can give us, that no parent can give us, that no school no school system can give us. But if we tap into what God is and who he is and who he created us to be, he created us to have dominion and power over this world he didn't he didn't create the world to have dominion and power over us so and he was just letting me know he was like if you're wanting more answers if you're looking for more uh, direction if you're looking for instructions if you're looking for something to overcome what you guys are currently going through on this earth the only way to get that is through me not through law not through rules but get it through me so it took me to um, Galatians, I'm going to get straight into the reading. Uh, so it took me to Galatians chapter five, verse one. So it talks about, so it says it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. It says, mark my words. I, Paul, so this is Paul speaking, it says, I, Paul, tell you that if you let yourselves be circumcised, which is like a ritual or religion that normally they did in certain religion, right? It says, Christ will be of no value to you. So I want to read that part again. So it says, mark my words. I, Paul, tell you that if you let yourselves be circumcised, Christ will be no be of no value to you at all. Again, I declare to every man who lets himself be circumcised that he is obligated to obey the whole law, not partial of the law, not take something out of the law and make it your own. But he says you're obligated. Once you step in it, you are obligated to obey the, to obey the whole law. It says you are trying to be you're trying to be justified by the law have been alienated from Christ, meaning that they're separating Jesus from religion, basically. Right. So then it says you have fallen away from grace. Mm. 
And I think that by these, you know, these religions, basically, religion, religion is perception, right? It's, they're taking parts of the Bible or no Bible at all and creating rules. That's what religion is, creating rituals, creating, you know, just different things like that is it's religion. And people you have now is generation and generations and generations, centuries and centuries of religion have been created and people are honoring and putting religion at a higher place than God when man created these rules. So, yeah, so it's just basically just having liberty in the spirit and knowing that as long as you have a relationship with God, that is all you need. Of course, we're going to need a community to back us up, to advocate for us, to uh, lead and guide us, but that's through prayer as well, too. You know, church is a good thing as well, but you have to have a relationship with God because that's the only way that you can have liberty in your finances and your health and your wealth. That's the only way that you can have a liberty with everything that's going on at this time. You have to have spiritual liberty, meaning that you got to tap in, boo. You have to gain that relationship with God and knowing what God is saying for you. You can't be involved in everything. You can't do everything. Um, and just knowing to have that relationship so you know where God is leading you um, and making sure that God puts you in a place as far as finding a church home, whatever, that you guys are all going in somewhat of the same direction. The journey may be different, but you guys are going to the same direction. You're going in the same direction as well. And sometimes, too, you want to, if you're not in the right place, if your church or whatever is saying one thing, going one direction, you want to be able to be sensitive to God so you can be going in the direction he has for you, right? Um, and I think that, too, kind of abiding by the laws that these churches or this or these religions provide, it, it does make you far away from grace, it makes you far away from grace because what's the whole point of God sending his son to die on the cross for our sins, meaning that everything seen or unseen before we even did it, he already forgave us for it. So you abiding by these laws, if you can't cut your hair, you can't uh, wear a certain length of skirt, you can't do this. Where is the grace in that? They saying that they believe in God, but where is the grace in it? I don't see no grace. God is grace, meaning that no matter what you do, you ain't got to hide your life because it's going to show up one day, right? Like, no matter what you say, no matter what you do, like, I, God, Jesus is saying, I already forgave you. I already died. I died for your sins already. So these rules that you're trying to follow, that ain't, that's not, that's not having a relationship with God. You going to, whatever you go to, right? I don't know what they call, like, certain religions of them gathering or coming together and having church, whatever. But whatever you go to, if they put all these rules on you, that's not grace. That's not me. God is saying that's not me. That's God says, I am grace. I am mercy. So if, if you do anything, if you, if you don't follow the rules that they're giving you and they just own you, God said, that is not me. I don't know who that's for, but God said, that is not me. That's not how I operate. You can't say that you believe in me, you have a relationship with me or in me, and you're following rules that is not of me. And then I'm going to go, that's verse 4 that I read, so I'm going to go down to verse 5. It says, for through the Spirit we eagerly await by faith the righteousness for which we hope for. Mm, it says, for in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. Ooh, that's cold. It says the only thing that counts is faith, experiencing itself through love. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just so excited because 
this kind of shuts down. It kind of diminishes. It it puts everything aside of religion that you that you thought that you had to abide by, because a lot a lot of religion is rules, right? Or a lot of people put rules inside of their religion, right? Saying you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't think this way, you can't have this, you can't do this, you can't wear this color lipstick, you can't do this, you can't do that. But God is saying, He's sending Paul. He is saying. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision, meaning that these rules that they have made up in religion, they said they have no value. It has no value. This is the only thing that counts. And this is is so simple, but this is something so hard for people to have is faith. He said the only thing that counts is faith experiencing itself through love. Where is the love in your religion? Where is the love in your church? Where is the love in your meetings? Where is the love in wherever you go and you worship whoever? Where is the love there? Right? Man, God is cold. Because at this point, it's like, why did I send my son in flesh form? Why did I have to send my son if you, if I still made you abide by these rules? That that was the whole point. So we're, So it would be no law. God said, I sent my son to Ooh, that's cold. I just can't. I cannot just can I read it one more time? I just gotta read it one more time just to make sure y'all heard me. I don't think y'all heard me in the back. You know what I mean? Like it says, for through the spirit we eagerly await by faith the righteousness for which we hope for. But you know, it says, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision. And when I say circumcision, I mean this paraphrasing is meaning the rules in your religion, right? So if you have long hair, short hair, God says that doesn't hold any value. It's not, it doesn't hold any weight with me. That don't hold no weight with me. You can have long hair, short hair, and still don't have a relationship with me. You can have long nails. You can have short nails, baby. You can have short skirt, a long skirt. You can have short, short shorts. You can have Bermuda shorts. You can have shorts to your ankle, franchise boys. God says, I don't care. I have, I do not care. It doesn't have any value. The only thing that has value is faith. And that's through love. Come on, Jesus. Come on. This is a whole word. I hope y'all gathering this word. I hope y'all notating this word. Take a picture, screenshot it. I don't know. Write it down. Write a review. I don't know what you need to do, but gather gather this word. God says, you have, God says people are judging people of what they have on, how they're doing their work, how they're showing up, how they're doing this. God says, I don't care about that. It has no value, no value, no value. So be so watch out before you're so quick to judge somebody. Because God, that's not God. God doesn't judge. God is the only man that can judge. OK, let me let me rephrase that. But you, who are you to judge? Are you qualified to throw stone? What have you done been through in your life? Hmm. Hmm. Come on. Let's yes, Lord. I receive this word. This is a whole word. This is a word. What you been doing? You trying to throw a stone at somebody else? Throw a stone at yourself, Pooh. Ooh. Yes, Lord. We receive it. No. <laughs> but this is a whole word. And this is something that I did not write down today. I did not do any of this. But I did have something in my journal that I had wrote down weeks ago, and it was called, it was titled Step Your Game Up. And I was, today I was like, because yesterday I almost forgot that I had to do a podcast. I ain't gonna lie, because I had like a long, kind of a long weekend. It was a good weekend, but kind of long. 
and I had woke up. I was like, oh, man, I got I to gotta do the podcast today. And um, I was like, God, what am I going to talk about? And he was just prepping me the whole day, not me not even noticing, but I was just watching and listening to certain things. And he was just giving me revelation and just certain word of just the spirit of, you know, what's going on today. And it's so heavy. But how to kind of balance that, how, how to be aware, but not to be not to be consumed, be aware of what's going on, but not to be consumed with what's going on. God's just letting me know that's my spirit, my spirit. You haven't you having my spirit throughout your day is going to make you aware of things, but it's not going to make you consumed with the thing. Something that you don't have to be heavy, like something that you don't have to carry. Right. And he just let me know the only way that you can have liberty and freedom is in me, not through man. Man is sometime and man is some, they with you, then they not. You know, you can do one thing, then they done with you. Like, but me, like, I'm forever. I'm eternal. This is forever. This is a forever thing. But I was reading in my journal. I'm not going to say verbatim exactly what everything was that I what you know, what I said. But I was just letting God know. I'm like, God, I'm just, you know, kind of frustrated and confused on this particular day. Just letting him know, like, God, like, my flesh, like, my heart is broken physically. And, like, he was just like, me. Oh, he was like, my spirit sees and I was just like, I like, like, what is going on? Like, I'm like, my outer man is calm, but my spirit sees everything. And my spirit is kind of overwhelmed right now. And God was just like, no, your flesh is overwhelmed. Your spirit is not overwhelmed. Your flesh is overwhelmed for what it sees. But I'm like, God, like, my face is calm. He's like, because you're numb to exactly what's going on. Um, and God was just letting me know. It's like, it's time for you to step your game up. I was like, wait, what? I ain't doing enough. Well, it's always more that we could be doing, right? But he was just like, no, it's time for you to step step your game up in me, like, in the spirit. Like, because we, ha- we have work to do, Mariah. It's time to step your game up. And I think that um, I had an episode that was that was titled knowing when to be the teacher and that was definitely on point for what I'm talking about now stepping your game up sometimes we can think that we can that we're doing the best we're going to school we're going to work we're hanging out with friends like it seemed like we have some sort of a balance going on but you really don't because all of that stuff you're doing that God asks you to do all of that stuff you can be doing so much your plate can be so consumed but what is God asking you to do what is God asking of you because that's the only thing that matters he's not going to ask about any degree he's not going to ask about any accolades he's not going to ask about any of the things that you're doing for yourself he's not going to ask about that but everything that he's asking you to do have you done any of those things that's the only thing that holds weight is obedience in jesus that's it he doesn't care i'm gonna say he's i'm not gonna say he doesn't care because i know people like he cares about all things he does care about the small things and all things but that's not what's going to get you into heaven. Your degree can't get you into heaven. None of that stuff can get you in. Your career can't get you into heaven. What is God What is God asking of you? And that's what he means when he says, step your game up. Okay? I don't know who I'm talking to, but God says, step your game up. You ain't doing enough. And when I say that you're not doing enough, you're not doing what I ask of you. You're not doing what I what I am requiring of you. You're doing, you're doing things just to get by, just to say you've done something for yourself. But what are you doing for the kingdom? What have you done for the kingdom? And he said it to me very clear. Baby, step your game up. We got stuff to do. We got a world to conquer. We got women to save. Step your game up. Let's go. <laughs> God is good, man. If you can't, if you don't have a balance of knowing when to be the student and knowing when to be the teacher, 
is a lot of things that you're going to fail at. And I'm, yeah, it's a lot of things that you're going to fail at. I mean, it's just, it's, that's just simple because yeah, being a student is being very humble. It's sometimes sitting in the unknown, sometimes being confused, sometimes actually knowing when to verbally say that you're confused so you don't, you know, it, being a student, you have to put your pride aside to be the a good student, right? Because a lot of things that you're not going to be aware of is a lot of things that you're not going to know. And sometimes you got to know when to be quiet so you can learn something. Um, and I think that's what, for me, is my relationship with, with God because I have to have a confidence that he put an anointing on me, that he put knowledge and wisdom in me to give to women and different people. And I have to know when to use that gift and when to turn it off. And I think that that's another thing of being in liberty and in the spirit, knowing what God, when God is trying to strip everything that I thought I knew and give me the right thing, right? Stripping everything, everything traditional of what I was taught and stripping that thing, kind of re-raising me. I think I spoke about that on the podcast. I'm not for sure, but it seems like I'm getting re-raised almost. Um, Just everything that was building me as, as a kid, nothing like, you know, nothing bad, but God is showing me like, well, this is how I want you to do it now. And it's kind of like, have you ever heard of somebody saying it's harder for somebody that's grown to, you know, you know, learn something new. It's kind of like that. It's it's hard, but it's worth it because at the end of the, at the end of the day, I'm going to have the per, I'm going to have the right tools to get through life. And it's a really a humble experience. And that's how my relationship with God is. That's how it should be with everybody. Knowing when to sit down and be quiet, no matter how old you get, 50, 60, 30, no matter. It doesn't matter. 20s, it doesn't matter. Knowing when to be quiet, knowing when to know that you don't know everything and allowing God to teach you. So, yes, guys. So, we're going to go ahead and end this podcast. I pray that you guys have an amazing week. I pray that you guys continue to share the podcast with your community, your groups, your friends. Text it. Make sure that you're writing me and letting me know, like, bro, this podcast, this episode was fire. I needed this. Like, because that's what keeps me going. I need, I'm not going to lie. It keeps me going. It keeps me motivated. You know, so I thank you guys. And, you know, if the podcast for you, hooray, hooray, hooray. Like, you about to get your life together listening to these podcasts. And the ones that's not, you know what the door is. Exit, delete it. You know, you know what to do. Like, everything is not for everybody. And I'm okay with that. So I just thank you guys. And I love you guys for listening and sharing um yes peace out